welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Homilies Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the Word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, o Lord. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted it and did not deny it, but admitted I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said to them, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you so we can give an answer to those who sent us? What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, or Elijah, or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you, whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This third Sunday of Advent is often referred to as Rejoice Sunday. But in looking at the gospel, it might also be a reminder and called Lost Opportunity Sunday. And I know most of you, when you read the scriptures, can see the connection between the first readings, usually on a Sunday, and the gospel. There's usually some common thread that unites them. But rarely does that second reading jump out as an obvious connection. It sometimes just kind of sits out there on its own. Except for this Sunday. And I can't help but think that if the priests and the Levites and the Pharisees of the gospel were able to know what Paul said to the Thessalonians those years later, it might have been a good reminder to pull them out of wherever they were stuck and to see where the truth lay and where they could find everything they were seeking. Because here they come out to John because they've been hearing these stories about this guy and they were intrigued. I'm sure there was something that was greatly threatening to them, but there was also something that was deeply rooted in what the tradition had taught them. So they were curious to see 
who he was. And they came before him, and they didn't get the answer they were looking for. Because John's job was to prepare the way for the Christ. And that wasn't good enough for them. So they went away thinking that whatever it is they were seeking clearly was not there. And in fact, were probably looking for something radically different than what they received. But then we have Paul speaking to the Thessalonians, giving them some pretty darn good advice. Question everything. Hang on to what is good. Avoid what is evil. Now, if they would have went there openly questioning what John had told them, they might have started to see that this Messiah that they were looking for was radically different than what they were expecting. And they may well have seen that what God was bringing into the world and showering upon the world with a perfect love was much, much more profound and much better, much more life-giving than what they were looking for. Because, of course, they were looking for someone in the line of King David, a king that was going to throw off the yoke of the Roman Empire, reunite them, give them pride in who they were as a people here on earth. And instead, what God gave the world was one that won a victory over sin and death and made manifest God's love in such a profound way that God would never again feel distant, but that God would be fully united with his people. It was a missed opportunity for them. Well, before we walk away feeling like we're smug and superior, sometimes I do feel that way, although I know it's not true, let's learn a lesson from that, that we never hold on to preconceived notions about how God can enter into our lives. We never can limit how God acts in our behalf, how God loves us, how God saves us. And instead, always be open to the mysterious ways that God enters into our world. Question everything. Hang on to what is good. Reject what is evil. Paul's advice was perfect when it was first shared with the Thessalonians. And in a way, it's still perfect now. Mm-hmm.